Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome. Welcome to Run Com Part Two. It's running commentary. This is uh, we're still on the run. If you listened uh, last week, we're running twenty miles. Yeah. And we've just put in just under seven on Hampstead Heath. And now t- today, this session. We're gonna. I'm, getting, I'm confusing myself now. Don't worry. I'm talking like it's a week later, and it's the same. It's run. not a week later. No, I'm it's really, the same. I, I can't. So yeah, we're gonna run south and tie together London's parks. We're gonna go from here to Victoria and do that in about seven, eight miles. Is it, is it gonna be like that film Swimmer, where Burt Lancaster swims for all the people's pools in LA? Yeah, except we'll be fully dressed. Right. And uh, it won't be allegorical. We're actually gonna do it. And no one will know us. That's right, and it's not gardens. But I have been compared to Burt Lancaster a lot of times, yeah. I'm constantly compared to Burt Lancaster. I'm compared to Burt Lancaster. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to... This is going to be possibly... Uh, this three-stage run is going to get london and london Hey, hi. Oh. hi! Yeah, see you soon, though. That's my friend Sarah. Wow. Yeah. Was that a plant? That was a yeah, plant. Yeah, that's a plant. Wasn't it? Yeah. So tell us about Sarah. Um, Sarah is a friend of mine... Um, she, she is uh, married to my friend Roland, who I've known for a long time. Right. He used to he runs the theatre company he used to work for. Oh, of course. Okay. And Roland and Sarah have also got two children who are almost exactly the same age as my kids. So oh, that's great. Nice family friends. And Sarah is a radio producer for uh, Radio Four. All oh, right. Yeah. I heard a great show she did recently with uh, Kazuo Ishiguro. Kazuru Ishiguro? Yeah, it was a bit. And, uh, <laughs> Brilliant. He's not Murakami, is he? Uh, no, well, he wouldn't no, be, would he? No, he wouldn't. A bit racist. Murakami's a bloke who writes about... His name's all read alike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bloke who writes about uh, running, I so. He wrote a book called What I Think About When I Think About Running. Is yes. that the title of it? Yeah. Which I didn't like. You didn't like it? No, and I think, I've got to tell you, oh. I think that that's going to be, uh, that's going to... 
I doubt I'll find many of you to agree with me on that. I mean, everyone loves it. I enjoyed it. I was it. recommended it by other running comedians. You enjoyed it. So why didn't you like it? Well, because he listens to music when he runs. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. We must be yeah. the same. I found that he was thinking things. It's a bit like when you watch a comedian, he says, see, what, I, what you think is this. Right. But this is actually the truth. Okay. And truth tellers, you know. Right. People love that. They chew it up. They a comedian as a preacher. And he was kind of, and I don't like it. You don't like people telling you what I don't like people saying, this is what you think, or this is a way of tidying up what you think. thought he was a bit too prescriptive. Yeah, and I also thought, I kind of agreed with him, but for that reason, I didn't need to hear it. So I was like, yeah, all right, mate, I thought that too, what do you want? People telling you what to think, especially when you think what they think. Especially when I agree with them, exactly. (laughs) It's like they're they're trampling on me. It's not that I disagree, it's that you agree with them. You totally agreed with everything you said, but that annoyed you. Yeah. Right. I didn't totally agree with everything you said because I thought you said it in quite a long-form, poncy way. <laughs> I quite envied his lifestyle, actually. That kind of just running and writing novels. I quite like that. Yeah. I like to do that. Go for a run, do a bit of writing. Not all that travelling. Well, to be fair, that is your life. It's just that you're a comedian rather than a novelist. No, but... <laughs> Novelists don't have to drive hundreds of miles. This is the thing that's given me... Yeah. Can we talk about my injury? Oh, yeah, yeah. Can we talk about what we think about when I think about my injury? Yeah, yeah. We're running, but just to give you a bit of visual context, we're running uh, east along a road. It's awful. From Gospel it's Oak. It's awful, isn't it? It's, 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 it's roady. But it's rubbish. Uh, I've got a shortcut that should get us to Primrose Hill. So no, while I'm we run not, to Primrose I'm not, Hill... I'm not blaming you. I want to hear about... So even though you've been putting in the miles and feeling good, you're nursing an injury. Yeah, I've, I felt it one morning a couple of weeks ago. I woke up and my, my right leg just felt dead. It's like a big, someone had need me in the night, which I don't think my wife had done. No, I don't I, think she'd need you at all. She definitely doesn't need me. And I was limp. And uh, I thought that's a little bit weird. As long as he, he needs need me. And it's... Uh, it hurt, but it, but I sort of got over it. And I think it's to do with driving. Yeah. Because I'd driven six hours the previous day. Yeah. And it's just a slightly unnatural leg position. Yep. And then I went for a massage after my 20 miles last week. Yeah. And uh, she said your inner thigh abductor muscles are just really tight. Do you know there's a, you can get them on your phone now? You just get someone to send you a text massage. Really? That'd be great. <laughs> Look forward to that. Hold the phone just by the groin. <laughs> no. But it feels really tight, and I can feel it when I'm not running. Yeah. It loosens up when I am running. Where exactly is it? Right on the inside of my thigh, my right leg. Yeah. So uh, it's okay now. Every now and again, I get a twinge. And, uh, but, of course, the thing about it is, is that if you run with a slight injury, then the rest of your body changes. Yeah. You end up getting loads of different ripple injuries. Yeah, referred pain. Where you hold yourself wrong. Yeah. I once got a fantastic limp. Um, this is long before as a runner. I got it from uh, treading on a wasp. I trod on a dead or dying wasp on my yeah. floor in my room, and it stung me just under the toes. Yeah, really hurt a lot. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and then painful. my calf just completely seized up. Right. I clenched my entire <laughs> bottom half of my leg, and it was. It kind of somehow the whole thing combined to render me 
and something you wouldn't ever have sympathy for. Right. So I was limping like a proper, <laughs> like I had a, you know, so strangers would think, poor guy's got some kind of chronic condition or actually lifelong disability. And, uh, and then I was like, yeah, we'll go that way. We're turning left now into Park Hill right. Road, which I memorized from the A to Z. So, um, and they'd say, so what's wrong? And I'd say, wasp, stung me on the foot. And they'd say, I don't feel sorry for you anymore. Oh, damn it. Why are you taking photos of the sign? So, so when you're running with a bit of a... So I've been trying to stretch more. And I've also realised that I've got to sort out my core. My core is weak. Yeah. And I've felt a bit, and it slightly comes from that. Because I've got a... Uh, I've, I've had a hernia, op a hernia operation yeah. years ago, and another slightly slipped hernia on my left side. So that area is just weak. It's just weak. So you have a weak half. I've just got a weak. I've got a weak core that I've got to build up, or else I will get injured. Especially you, since I do loads of miles. What have you? What are you doing to build this core up? I'm just planking. Planking. We love a bit just of planking. planking. See, and that's it, really. We talked about it before. Last year. I was doing uh, lots of uh, crunches for my stump muscles, yeah. lots of stretches, lots of press-ups, loads of press-ups with my press-up devices. Right. And, uh, or your arms. <laughs> no, the twisty things. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and planking. And we talked about it, and I was laying out this massive Program. schedule that you, you listeners, you probably remember. Yeah. And I'll tell you, with this chest injury... I kept coming back, kept flaring up again. You, can't, you haven't been able to do it? I haven't done it. I don't want my chest, I don't want to feel like I'm yeah. ruining my ribs ahead of this marathon. And also, possibly taking away the impetus there. This is nice, a much quieter road, did you notice? Yeah, this is much nicer. Um, taking away the uh, impetus because I feel fit, you know, the running's yeah. good. I'm not, I didn't... You know, I still feel pretty limber and everything. But now, I really want to start again because I'm feeling good. But I don't want to start again before the marathon in case you get into this, something goes wrong. You get into this weird balancing act, don't you? Yeah, and then it, you start being superstitious. It's like wearing your lucky socks. Yeah. <laughs> you can go mad doing that stuff. So I really want to keep up with the miles, but now I've got to look after this thigh. Yeah. It's just to kind of... Just trying to look after yourself. So I've, how? Al I've also been getting into that sort of looking at how you run and that kind of thing of like when you're running well you're running with your whole body aren't you yeah and how much of it comes from the hips through the hips and the arms and the shoulders and just being aware that sometimes your arms can carry you a bit absolutely if they're nice and loose you know I always stretch out my chest and arms after a run and then, like I say yeah. I've been fascinated to see that really my none of the muscles in my upper body have atrophied at all since I've stopped doing those exercises because right. I'm still running. Isn't it? Yeah, and just that just keeps them all going. Body, yeah. It's just not pushing them really hard, but you're using them yeah. all the time. And when you see guys who are properly running, like proper athletes. Oh, you mean like proper runners? Like the Kenyans, the guys right at the, the front. Yeah. They're whole body runners, aren't they? Yeah. They're running their entire bodies through their hips and their and arms. And yet, it's also neat. Yeah, you see a complete lack of unnecessary. Uh, but they're fully extended with their legs as well, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, that's right. 
Not that I could ever run like that, but it's just something to think about your whole body. We're just crossing the road in the Belsar Park. We're going up Chalk Farm. It's a really gorgeous 1930s building and a truck. Everybody wants to run me over, so you know. We're going to go down here. Gorgeous. Hopping across the hills of North London, that's um, that was uh, Chalk Farm Road. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we're around the back of uh, used to be a comedy club at the end of this road, Hampstead Comedy Club. I remember that. Bert Tyler Moore yeah. used to host that. Didn't Mary Tyler Moore as well. Yeah, used to. You know. Were they related? I, uh, I'm going to ignore that. I, uh, I had a massage last week after the run. You can get people to send you those with your phone. Yeah, yeah. and it was uh, slightly weird though because I went over there. She's a neighbour called Tanya. Yeah. She's a sports massage. Oh yeah. And she's lovely. She's great. Ooh. And I used her like wow. years ago. Have you seen that? It's a 1969 Aston Martin, like George Lazenby's in on a Majesty's Secret Service. Here we go. It's the most beautiful car I've ever seen in my life. I'm sorry, Paul, I've got to get it. Sorry, but that is nice the most motor, yeah. beautiful car in the world. Nice motor. So you went to Tanya's for a I went to Tanya's. inverted commas sports massage. Because she gave us one like uh, last time I did the marathon. Yeah. And it was good, and you need it. Oh, and after... Here we go, just dodging through. Hazard. I think it's uh, Sorry, mate. lunchtime, isn't it? Because we're running through here, and there's, there's a lot of teens. Loads of kids, yeah. A lot of teens in the street. After a long run, you've got that sort of window <laughs> of about half an hour to eat, get hydrated, and sort your muscles out. Yeah, yeah. Before everything seizes up, you know. So See, you're always telling run. me this. I'm going to throw in a parenthesis here. You're always saying, oh, you've got to eat straight after you run. I never do. Well, you should do. I want to burn the body fat. Well, as, the as, first you, get, as you get older, you don't recover so well. That's the first and only reason for running, and I can't, I can't, can't change the habits you of it. You don't have to eat loads, but you should, yeah. you should have a banana or something. You it's should exciting have something. here. It's a bit, that's a skip coming around the corner, going after George Lazenby's yeah. Aston Martin. <laughs> After us shouldering all those teenagers out of the way. Get out of my way. So you're saying that if I left it a half an hour, then that's bad for my body. Uh, I think if you leave it more than an hour, it's bad for refueling there, for body recovery. Just pure <laughs> muscle stuff. You were saying basically that I should give it to them when they're asking for it, not later yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But I mean, you're, you you've already, once you've run 20 miles, you've already burnt... Would you also trust your hunger to that? I mean, the other thing is, at the end of a run, I'm not hungry. Right. I suppose if I finish a half marathon or a marathon, then, yeah, and then you start to have that. I can remember coming in at the Royal Parks and them giving out bananas and thinking, yes, please. Banana. Although the funny thing is, again, as previously discussed, as I get over 20 miles, the main thing I tend to fancy is lager or cider. Yeah. <laughs> and you say, so what you're telling me is, I should drink a pint of cider the moment straight after, after, straight after you come in the long run. from a run, yeah. I see. I see. see I've, I, I was uh, chatting to one of those girls who works at Runners Welcome in uh, at Camden. Skinny little thing. 
very into her running. Yeah. And she was point. She was. Uh, Do you think she's going to be happy with the phrase "skinny little thing"? Yeah. Delicate little bird she was. Slim woman. Lovely woman. Slim, slim, lovely woman. Keen athlete. And she was advocating those uh, chocolate milkshake health yazoo things. Oh, yeah. Quite cheap in supermarkets straight after a run. Yeah, yeah. So I've gone a slightly more upmarket. These kind of protein, low-fat milkshakes. Coming into Primrose Hill Park. Very nice. Beautiful at the back of the hill at the moment. We'll go to the top of it in a minute and check the view out and stuff. But let's go round it like we did Hampstead Heath before. And so that's what I have when I get in from a run. I have a banana and a kind of healthy but proteinous shake. Well, the old milkshakes, it's a bit like the old um, gel sweets. The difference between, it seems to me, it's dangerous talk now, but the difference between, you know, running approved... Um, specially balanced gel sweets for runners. Yeah. And Haribo is pretty much price. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, and I, it's I the same with the whole I know milkshake factor difference between a Yazoo and a, and a high energy bodybuilder's protein shake. It's, it's just marketing. Yeah, 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 yeah. There I is a really good, I had a, uh, there's a really nice uh, vegan milkshake called a uh, milk. Right. With a Y. Yeah. I say it's really nice. I think it's made up of coconut milk. Oh, that sounds good. And uh, here they come. Thank you. Hello. People. And uh, I had one. I don't like uh, coffee with milk. Right. I like it black. It's just, I would never normally don't like latte or cappuccino. Or anything. Yeah. And I have one of these coffee milkshakes. This is beautiful, isn't it? A really nice spot we're in now. Going around the back of Primrose just going down like I was going to say an avenue of trees, but the trees are only on one side. Yeah, but it's gorgeous. Um, yeah, and it's a coffee-flavored drink. It's absolutely lovely. But I think it's always good. Get it into your head that it's healthy because it's coconut milk, you know. Right. But it's a lot of calories. Yeah. It's basically a milkshake, so it's fine. But you know, you can't have them every day of the week. You've got to realise that. After a 20-mile run, you've, you've probably burnt over 3,000 calories. So it's okay to have a milkshake? Yeah. yeah. It's fine. No, I agree. So anyway, I went for this massage last week. Yeah. With old Tanya. And I, I just put some shorts on. Do you think she'd be happy with you calling her old Tanya? <laughs> <laughs> she's, to be fair, she's a couple of years older than me. <laughs> oh, that's but made she, it better. But she holds it really well. She's super fit. She's like so you go for a massage and she holds it really well. She's completely... Oh, we're getting on to that. She's completely yogic, healthy. Yeah. She's amazing. She just radiates. She's like Zarda of the first big brother. Yeah, she's, she's like something you'd see. On. She's like Chesney Hawk's wife. Who is it? She's like the person who'd do the massage tent in Game of Thrones if they had a massage tent. Yeah, they don't. No. That was an odd mixed metaphor. But she'd... You know, I love the person who does the massage tent in Game of Thrones. They're my favourite character. Oh, they're dead! Yeah. yeah. (laughs) They've just been decapitated. And uh, so obviously whenever you have a massage, it's, am I going pants or what's happening? So we get in there, and I'm in my running shorts. <laughs> I love how long it took me to get that this is a social niceties during massage story. Yeah. And she holds a towel in front of her. Good pause. And just says, off. I was like, what? She goes, off. I said, what, all off? She said, no, down, down to your pants. Yeah. 
I said, I'm not wearing pants, I'm just wearing running shorts. She says, off. So I take the shorts off. And I'm naked. Obviously, she's holding the, the towel. You keep pausing after holding the... Probably to protect her as much as to protect me. Yeah. Because I don't know. Again. At what stage did you decide not to wear pants? Because I was just wearing running shorts with no pants on underneath. Yeah. That's, that was that was a decision. Yeah, but it just felt more comfy. Yeah, well, so do pyjamas, but you know. So you've got to be a certain kind of person to wear them to the Again, shorts. I'm not going to get rude, especially after the story last, last week's. Last episode's story about the bloke. Heath. Yeah, at least we're not mentioning that bloke on Hampstead Heath again. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know what your bits look like after 20 miles. Oh, my goodness. But... But they don't look completely Again, presentable. They don't look massively presentable. If you're you um, know. listening to running commentary and you're never quite sure which of us you're listening to, <laughs> and it gets biological, you're listening to Paul Tonkinson. Well, <laughs> well, it's earthy, isn't it? It's real life. I... Did you say earthy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that conjures up a smell. No, but my, <laughs> my bits look, 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 look like something you might scrape up off a butcher's floor. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's sort of like, it's all there, but it's all stuck Yeah, you, we know anyway. what you mean. Anyway, so, so I'm under <laughs> the towel anyway, which is my Thank God. And it's great. If only you were under my and mental towel right now. And it's great, but every now and I've again... i mental images I can never unsee. Because of the nature of the deep tea groinal massage that she was engaged in. Yes. She definitely saw bits <laughs> that you wouldn't want her to see. Oh, and obviously because she's a massage, she's not going to say anything about it. But it's just a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, and she's stopped returning your calls now. Well, no. The fact is I'm going to go for a massage today. Yeah, can you wear some and pants? And I'm going to wear some pants. Please. Because she doesn't need that. I don't need that. We didn't need that. <laughs> but I must say, it didn't put her off. No, no. She's obviously seen what a pro. lots of things like that. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> you know why? Because people, most people wouldn't. Most people like to wear pants. That's the thing. She deals in the human body. Should we go to the top of the hill now? Why, uh, why don't we do a big round? Well, okay, good. Yep. Do you not think? Loop the park. Well, do I think, think maybe we should loop Regent's Park, which is a lot bigger. All right, okay. We might not have the miles for both. Well, why don't we just loop this and then loop Regent's and then not bother going into town? Oh, because... Because I'm getting in, I'm affecting you. Yeah, yeah. Why don't route. you just change my plan, Paul? Right, okay. First of all, no, you're right. you change the plan of civilised society by, by not wearing pants on a regular basis. Just you and Joey off of Friends. And he <laughs> is fictional. And, uh, and now you're changing my big three-phase run. I like the three-phase run. It's quite good for us to get to the top of Primrose Hill because... We came here talking to you a few weeks ago. But it was wiped. It was wiped. You never heard it. Incredible insights that day, hey? Mass. Do you remember that secret? Amazing philosophical insights. I mean, uh, that was the day we concluded that thing, wasn't it? We worked it all out. Yeah. So it's a shame you didn't hear that. And my... So I look forward to my massage with Tanya later. Yeah, about in a way that's probably <laughs> directly proportional to how much she's dreading <laughs> She's off. It's weird, since I've passed the house, the windows have been sort of darkened, curtains drawn. And when you have seen her, she's just been sitting, screaming. nodding in a chair, like yeah. a polar bear that's been driven mad. Here's one of the best views in London. View from the top of Primrose Hill. Again, that was perfect. That's a bit hazy, but it's a bit gorgeous. Let's go. Sometimes, when I run up here, 
I run straight off down the middle across the grass. And imagine, I picture myself kind of as a, a spaniel. Right. With my ears kind of flapping behind me. They're doing hill reps. Ah. That looks like hill reps to me. And they're great hills to do reps, apparently. That's what, Rob, that's what we're going to be doing after the marathon. All right. We're going to start to do some quality sessions. Have you signed up for the Crack 10 10K? Yeah, have you? Yeah, uh, no, but I must. It's but in my do diary. That, I, I want to, if you're up for it, yep. I want to drag you to a faster marathon time in autumn by virtue of doing some more quality sessions in the summer. And you'll feel massively different. Less mileage, but faster. I see. I want to... I want to... I want and I believe that you can go fast. What do you think I can do, Paul? What do you think's going to happen? Well, no, I think you can get closer to three hours for the marathon. I see. I really think... Yeah, if you can be bothered. I mean, obviously, you don't have to do what you want. For Yorkshire in October, you're thinking... Yeah. You've I've already written off London, I can tell. No, I haven't, that's not, clear. I haven't written it off at all. <laughs> but I'm just saying... For me, if I could start marathon training now... Yes. Then I'd be more confident of a quick marathon because we start. I started from not much fitness at all, really. Yeah. In January. Yeah, yeah. If you could be, if you could start training once you finish training, you'd be really fit. Yeah. But if you can get, <laughs> if you can get this quicker thing going regularly under twenties for part runs and blah blah, and just 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 quicker times. You'll so what time? Different. Are we going for at the Crouch End 10K? It's pretty hilly. Well, I want to get close to 40 minutes. I've beaten 40 minutes on that time on that route before. Have you? Have you? Yeah. But that was a long time ago. That was a year I did three, three, nine marathon. I did 39 minutes for the... Wow, good. The yeah, and obviously yeah. I'm a lot older. I did uh, 40 minutes in one second, but time really is a relative construct. What was your fastest for a 10K? Um, uh, 41.59. Right. Harrogate, town 10K. Yeah. It's really nice. I'm really pleased with it. it. That's a very hilly, I mean, a deliberately hilly one. Right. So I think that I've got it in me to... Uh, well, you can do faster, obviously. Yeah. I d- Hills really add times. They really make you slower. Yeah. That's right, because you, it isn't conventional. You do feel good coming down. But you I think... You really messed yourself going up. Exactly. And, yeah, and the best way to run uphill is to use your gears. You know, you, I've tired myself out before running with a friend yeah. and sort of showing off with my hill pace. Didn't have any trouble. I managed to get up there. But I was all wheezy and I was tired for days. Yeah. You know, what I should have done. More than by a more logical way to do it. Down it's to crank down. It's just you, yeah. what you want to do. It's like it's like cycling. There was absolutely no shame in going as slow as you like. What you don't want to do is and get off the bike. Yeah. Yeah. And so no matter how far you go, no matter how steep it is, you want to keep on going. And when you get to the top, you still want to keep on going. But also, it's same with bikes in terms of lower gear. Yeah. You're going to take more paces. Yeah. So more paces, but quicker and shorter. That's right. It'll take you up a bit. I mean, it's like running up a flight of steps. The temptation is always to do two steps at right. a time and get up there quick. But, that's but no imagine good. that there's an infinite number of steps. The best way to get up there is definitely going to be one step, one step, one step, one step, right. one step, one step. Just keep that going. There, there's that little crew again that you saw. You said they're doing hill reps. They're doing, they're doing a little circuit together, aren't they? They are. Little group. I'd like to stop and talk to him about it, but yeah. I think we should pop out and cross the road into Regent's yeah. Park proper. Keep going. How are you feeling? How are your legs feeling? I've got a little bit of I feel a bit pain. I feel like a bit tight. ITB pain on my right knee, but that knee's just been feeling a little bit kind of... ITV pain? Yeah, like it's like... Sort of like Anton Decker. Well, through. it's more like Paddy, McGlough, Paddy right. McGuinness. <laughs> so it's that's really hurt. A, that's severe pain, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> like, 
It's ITB. It's on the side of my neck. <laughs> Inter whatever it is, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's just been feeling a little bit painful because Careful. of how much I've been using my knees recently. Right. But, you know, it's all good. So bridges go across the bridge into Regent's Park here. Across right out of Primrose Hill. Right. Across this beautiful bridge into Regent's Park. So we're going to go all around Regent's yeah, Park? Yeah, I think we should, don't you? It's like the idea, yeah. So far, as you know, this is phase two of a long run. I'll tell you how far we've come so far. About 11? No, nearly 10. Yeah, not quite 10. Right. So, but on this phase of the run, we're doing Regent's Park and Hyde Park. Right, okay. So I think we should dip into, and there's a track here as well. I've, I've run around that track. Right. It's really good. You can run around that 18 times if you'd rather. <laughs> I really don't want to. It is a really nice spot. There's two roads that run around the outside of Regent's Park. I'm just crossing the second one. We've gone over the canal. Now we're in the actual park in the back, the north side of Regent's Park. Should we go right here and go yeah, on the Yeah, let's end? go right. Um, run soft if we can. Yeah. The um, north side of Regent's Park here is uh, it's got just loads of big space, just a slight bowl and sports fields and that running track. So many runners out, isn't there? Yeah. That's great. They should get a job, shouldn't they? Yeah. Do they do runners from work? There's runners during the day. I think people, a lot of people run at lunchtime, which is very yeah, impressive. Yeah. Someone got in touch on Twitter, run Compod, Instagram. They saw a nice saw a nice view down of the Thames. We're going to get to the Thames later. See if we can find some more tourist children to push over. So I have a uh, little Facebook uh, interaction with ultramaniac Mickey D the other day. Ah, well, he's just been running a long way, hasn't he? Yeah, I was, uh, I kind of reached out to him about this thigh, about what to do about the thigh. Yeah. And he was just like, give me a few tips and exercises and whatever, it all made sense. Yep. And he was like, he's been really enthusiastic about me doing more miles and stuff and really friendly. Yep. It's a fun little encampment, isn't it? Yeah. And, uh... Had some people who live in the park. Those guys actually live in Regent Park. Yeah, gentlemen of the road. With three wolves. Yeah, wolves. Basically. Yeah. Wolves. Yeah. I'm not taking wolves. photos. No, we can't because photos. they'll attack us. They'll attack us. Yeah, there's wolves. And but we just, we just I'm worried they also wouldn't come out in the film. Spooky. We ran past three guys who live in the park, Regent's Park, in the middle of town. With three coyotes. Yep. And one of those coyotes was ugly. You'll see from the photo the safe distance I got to before it's got visual evidence of that. <laughs> I'm not going to shop those guys to the local authorities. I'd say good luck to them. There's the post office tower across Regent's Park. They can do what they want. You, you, you see guys, you see people doing that a fair bit in London, aren't they? Just living in the parks. Yeah, there's a lot more it's homeless people than there were as well. Yeah, well, we're and summer's coming. <laughs> so I was chatting to. Uh, he was kind of saying great mileage, mate, or whatever. And then, and then he said, uh, I've got a dirty 65 kilometre tomorrow. <laughs> and I didn't really think about what that meant. I was just like, oh, yeah, well done, nice. Yeah. And obviously I thought about it. What's that, That's 40? a marathon and a half. Yeah, more, yeah, slightly more than that, isn't it? Or something like that. No, it's, it's exactly... It's 40 and 50 miles. It's for, well, a marathon's 42 kilometres, isn't it? Right. So it's a marathon and a half, sort of. Yeah. Just over 65k, some kind of coastal run in Australia. Yeah. 
And then he posted about it online. I saw this. I wasn't interacting with him. But he was complaining, not complaining, sort of apologising because it was all on the flat. Yeah. He's supposed yeah. to be doing hill training. Let's go straight on. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, uh, he's really he's smashing the miles, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's a good person to run with because uh, Puts it in he's just mildly insane for it. And that's great. Well, he's gone into ultras, hasn't he? Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, surely he's going to... If you get used to ultras like that, you'll just smash your best time for the marathon. You'd well, a marathon is a training run, then, isn't it? It's like, I'm going to pop out and do a marathon just to warm up. But it's about pace, isn't it? I mean, he did like a marathon and a half. In, uh, I think it was about eight hours or something. Right. So it's obviously really slow, but it's a time on your feet, and it's like, it just, it's just incredible. It doesn't bear thinking about really. No, well, and carrying all his stuff and his food and his drink, and it's that kind of, it's those guys, a big rucksack full of gear, you know. We're also running the week where Eddie Izzard's just dramatically finished his many, many marathons. Yeah. So, and... Uh, right, I'm all right, man, I'm good. He did his... Uh, 27 marathons in 27 days. Although, you know my theory on this. <laughs> well, I think he's just a very popular comedian. He's done a lot of great work for charity. He has. Yeah, yeah. He's done a lot of great work for charity. So what do, you no, wanna, what do you want to... What's the no criticism denying? you want to level at? There's no, there's no criticism. As such. I'm just suggesting that he didn't run those marathons. Right. Because... A, he doesn't like running. And he's not a natural runner. He's obviously extremely determined. Right. After four days doing these marathons, he was on the social media saying he'd been told to have a day off. Yeah. The last thing I saw him put on social media was him having a chat with a guy who was uh, advising him about, are we not doing the longest way around? No. no, no okay. How about the guy who was advising about the marathon was just saying... You might as well just walk it, the damage you're doing to your body. Yeah, yeah. And since then, I've seen no real footage of him running. It's been mostly... Well, I haven't seen any footage of movement. So you're thinking it's been more of a... You're not saying he didn't do it, you're saying it's been no. more of a sponsored walk. Yeah, I'm saying it's been a walk-stroke run. Yeah, yeah. Wait, let me get on the grass. Okay. Which is amazing, of course. But he hasn't run 27 marathons. Right. What do you reckon? Ouch. Am I being out of order? Oh, well done, Eddie. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> on your achievement. Crell amount but of money. Tonkinson. Race of charity. Tonkinson's got a problem. Uh, it's beautiful Regent's Park Lake there. I think if you can't get on the grass here, you could at least run through the poo of all the relevant yep. birds. Have you ever been out on <laughs> Regent's Park Lake in a pedalo? No, I haven't. No. I have. Is it nice? Yeah, it's great. But it's a dad thing, isn't it? You end up doing a lot of work. A lot of work, a lot of pedalling. Oh, yeah, it's a nightmare to pedalling. Then we're going to loop Regent's Park. I don't think we need to um, ring it for all the miles it's got. Okay. What we're going to do is make our way through and around. Because park as well. Yeah, and we'll get back up. If we go back to where we came in, right. we can use the canal to get to Hyde Park so we don't have to do too much road work. Okay, cool. It's all London, though, isn't it? I mean, what have we done so far? Hampstead Heath, Primrose yeah, Hill. lovely, yeah. Kenwood Hulls. Oh, Kenwood Hulls. And the conditions are not that beautiful. It's a bit hazy and grey, but it's lovely. Perfect, really, yeah. Lovely running, really still. 
<laughs> I think I'm getting a bit tired now. That's fair enough. We'll just keep it slow. Yeah, absolutely. It's cool. I just thought I'd I'm note it for the record. I'm feeling a bit tired as well. I mean, I tell you what, it's much... When I run 20 miles on my own, I found the miles sort of 8 to 16 really hard. Right. Because I knew there was a long way to go. Yeah, yeah. And I was on my own. And then near the end, I kind of sped up a bit or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it, my goodness, it makes the time go quicker having someone with you. Absolutely. There's some uh, great birds here. Got swans, coots, crows, pigeons, and one crazy, crazy duck. Crazy looking. Do you know what kind of duck, duck that is? Looking for oh, and there's a heron. I, know, I would love to get a picture, but it's, it's really on the move. Do they have a Regent's Park Park run? Because it would be a great course, wouldn't it? Yeah, I bet they don't know because there's a bit. Oh, we don't run that far. You do so see a lot of people running around Regent's Park. Yeah. Often outside, you see them run out the yeah, perimeter. Yeah, around the perimeter. Maybe it's some kind of London Council thing. Yeah. I, um, in 1989, yeah. I went to see The Cure in Paris. That's the fact. Spare is the cutter. Spare is the cutter. Is that a Cure song? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. That's Echo and the Bunnyman. <laughs> <laughs> say we can, say we will. Jump in the ocean. So what's the? No, it was the cure. It's so a, what's the cure song? Um, I think it's dark, and it feels like rain. She said, and it's all running out like it's the end of the world. She said, say so you cold, can, cold say you we will. Doesn't matter if we all die. Approaching. Oh, I love the cure. I really love them, and, uh, I, and um, seeing them in Paris was, was the, you know, it was the apex of my young life. Yeah. And then I was still I had tickets to see them on the same tour as the, the prayer tour, following the release of the Disintegration what, album. What the prayer tour was that, Madonna? Oh no, it was the prayer tour. Right. I still like a prayer, just All right, like okay. a prayer. Your voice can take me there. There goes another heron. Did you catch that when I said that to you then? Because you are slightly hard of heron, aren't you? <laughs> like it. <laughs> yep, yep. That's- How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 10 miles in, I've just done my first punch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tired. So, it's 1989. Yeah. I'm still in London. Second time I've seen him that summer. It's wonderful. Went with some friends. Yeah. My brother was going to see them a couple of days later, same tour. And he had a spare ticket. Yeah. He said, why don't you come see The Cure? I said, that? make it three for three. That'd be great. So, of course I would love that because I love The Cure with a passion that's becoming clear. Yeah. Even to my listeners, 25, years 26 later. years into the future. So. 27 years. 27 years into the future, yeah. nearly. And... Uh, so I went to see The Cure this third time. It was amazing. I uh, ended up near the front um, on my own, except with this girl, I can't remember her name. On my own. Scottish goth. She was really nice. We really hit it off. Yeah. We were getting on. And remember, this is me. Um, Go through that. Hits it off with a Scottish goth. Like, kind of 16. And I've met this girl, and she likes me. I like her. Right. We're enjoying the cure together. They're playing a storming gig. Say we can. Three encores. Brilliant. Also, my brother's there somewhere, because there was a ticket of him and his friends. Yeah. And some other friends of mine were there. Of course, this is before mobile phones, but I'll find them all. Yeah. Anyway, right at the end, this Scottish girl takes my hand, runs off down the front. Let's go down the front. Yeah. Oh, this is such a magical moment. We got down the front, we're dancing to like the penultimate song of the gig. And a security guard pushed me really hard. He pushed me up back up the aisle. And I managed not to fall over. But I kind of ran up the aisle not to fall over. Yeah. Wasn't allowed back down. Never saw the Scottish girl ever again. So I thought I'd go and find my brother. What a wanker, that bloke was. Yeah, I mean, what a a block, you know what I mean? What a wanker. He really pulled it. So, and then I thought I'd find my brother, go home with him. I lived in Oxfordshire, you know, so I needed to get home. So I think that's the one interaction with that bloke you'll have in your life, the security bloke. Well, no, I live with with him now. Oh, okay, cool. It was the start of a big big thing. Yeah. And uh, couldn't find my brother. Tried to find my other friends that were there. Couldn't really find them. I went up to the uh, station, thinking I might find them on the platform, but I didn't. So I took a tube train down to uh, China, yeah. get back to see if there was a last train out of Marylebone. And I got to Marylebone, there weren't any more trains. And, uh, so you're stuck. and then there weren't any more tube trains. And uh, I bumped into some... Uh, Tried to hitchhike yeah. up the A40 flyover. You can't, you can't do it. No. Not at that time of night with those no. kind of clothes at the bottom of the flyover. No, I was going to do that. No. Look at that. See, five magpies all in a row. One for sorrow, two for five for a brief period of sunshine. 
They were fine. Our photos only got four in it. One of them was shy. Um, long story short, I've slept at Regent's Park. <laughs> Have you really? Yeah. What I hooked you? up with some German goths who didn't really speak any English, but they let me kind of follow them. Well, I followed them. At a kind we of find a space. <laughs> at a respectful distance, and then they talked to me, and we came. That's nice of them. Climbed into the park. The I actually went off to park. sleep, and then they said... They woke me up and said, we, we cannot get you. to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so we, and then as we left the park, actually, I fell off the top of the gate, tearing oh, my new mate. jeans and cutting my hand. Oh, mate. And, uh, right adventure, didn't you? Yeah, it was a big night. So, I'm not going to be moving in with those no. guys up there with the coyotes, but I know, I know where they're coming from, man. I've been there. You know? I slept, sir. I've slept for a few times, but I slept rough at uh, the Edinburgh Festival the first time I went up. Oh, yeah. I for three weeks? No, just for one night. I, was going, I went up for an, uh, an open spot, this weird gig. I just started doing stand-up, so I had this thing of, like, Edinburgh was like Hollywood or something. Yeah. And uh, I just didn't know anyone. Yeah. So I just slept in a doorway. Great. <laughs> it's like... I was like... The biggest idiot in town <laughs> by a distance. Died on my ass in the gig. Yeah. Should we do the should we do the country? Yeah, let's go to country. Country ways, country ways. And uh and then just went out on the bus. <laughs> That's brilliant. There's some quite swift runners, isn't there? In Where was the gig? I was at some I can't remember some weird big hall in Edinburgh. We're running along the running path next to the main big thoroughfare through Regent's Park. So we're on the running a bit. There's a lot of hurts. Paul says it's quite a lot of speedy runners. Regent's Park is great. And I'm just getting a picture of the bit we're not on. Yeah. Here come that the looks girls. Sort of faintly Parisian, doesn't it? We can go back over there. I just wanted to get the shot. Sorry. Um, what, was it, what year would that have been? That would have been about 1988. Yeah. Fucking idiot. I'm the complete idiot award that year. Excellent. Who was the best newcomer? Yeah. <laughs> I saw you performing at the Edinburgh Festival. What? In, I think... When? 95? Oh, yeah. Yep. What, doing a one-man show? Yeah. Doing a good one. That yeah, was, was, that was my good year, yeah. <laughs> was it? See, that I was did. probably my best year. Oh, no, no. That was when I first broke through. You don't have to say that to me. You should just say, that was one of loads of yeah, great yeah. years. No, that was a year when I was fit and fresh at Edinburgh, and I was new to Edinburgh, and everyone loved me. We did. That can only happen once. <laughs> but it was good. They could tell you that before the first <laughs> eight <laughs> yeah. solo shows. You're one and only great festival. <laughs> Congratulations. It is all downhill. It's been and gone. Before you even know. Yeah. A lot of people getting ready to go to Edinburgh now. A lot of people going for the first time. A lot of comics. A lot of comics. A lot of punters. It's a great festival, isn't it? It's you're, funny, going, yeah. you're going yourself, aren't you? Yeah, I'm not taking a new solo show, though, so right. it's not quite the job of work that it is if you're taking a new hour, because it just takes you a whole year. Yeah. And then if you get into a rhythm of doing that, it takes you a whole year every year. Yeah. These trees over on the right are in leaf. Yeah. They're the springiest trees I've seen. That's gorgeous. That's really good. It's so it's such a relief to see this at last. It's a nice springy green trees. I think there might be limes, but you know, I've got no idea. But it's no different, really, to things like 
the London Marathon, for instance. Yeah. Well, I suppose London Marathon's a lot cheaper. Yes. And it lasts a lot less. It lasts about half a day. Yeah. Instead of a month. And it's will a tale of work that starts six months before and goes on two or three months after. And it's not press reliant. So it's not, not that much like London Marathon. No. You're not waiting for reviews, are you? There's a bunch of people here for doing a special run. There's some people with bunny ears. Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> Mandy. Look, there's, look, there's a It's a race finish. finish. I'm going to keep running, but watch. What a Mandy. Woo! What's going on with Mandy? It's people. It's like, it's like some sort of Playboy meeting. They were running Playboy in bunnies. convention. They no were running idea. in bunnies ears. What was happening there at all? But it was exciting, and I ran further than you because I kept running in loops around that understand, central just, thing. Just watch it. I could, I could ask. You want me to go back and ask? No. Go on, Mandy. Come on, Mandy. Come on, Mandy. Running, running. People someone, do do that, don't they? They like to wear costumes whilst running. Yeah. I've never really been into that. No. But I can see... Well, when you do, particularly, I think maybe people get that you're a runner-runner. But when I tell people I'm doing the marathon, the first thing they ask is... What if I'm doing it in fancy dress. Yeah. And... Uh, what are you running at? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, A, I don't want to. Yeah. And B, you know you regret it. Yes. I Massively. Yeah. But then, we're comedians, you know. Our life is a kind of fancy dress. So that whole expression... We're all in well, that whole expression of something unusual and different, we get that. We, 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 we have access to it. You know? Yeah. If you're what do you mean a, with stand-up? Yeah, if you're yeah. a fun, exciting, imaginative person and your day job requires you to do some fairly dry stuff you might want wearing to put a suit, a costume. Yeah. You, you're more likely to want to put on a costume. Yeah, I agree. Our perspective is... A little bit skewed. So, what about dressing up to ski? I don't do that either. When I was uh, skiing last week... You I get loads of great costumes. People skiing. do dress up, and I have to say, I was more into it for the skiing than, uh, than I would be like at a festival or on... Uh, yeah. It was a bit like the marathon, really. I mean, when I go on a marathon, I wouldn't dress up, but I really like it that other people do. I didn't like it that no one had in Berlin. Yeah. And we saw some great stuff in Bath, didn't we? Yeah, you want that we element, saw someone, We saw a fairly pacey pantomime horse. Yeah, I mean, I overtook a bloke in a onesie at, like, five miles. Yeah. He must have been fucking soaked. Pardon my French. <laughs> Steve, if you could bleep out that word, we can maybe still get new and noteworthy on iTunes. I'm trying to control him. Fucking He's promised not to Here we go. tell any more Nad stories. Because um, on the slopes you see people... I love the way that, particularly as people dress up... It's like running, I suppose. People dress up to ski anyway, you know. But it, it, it a lot of bright colours. The fancy dress stuff when you're skiing kind of suits that vaguely naff, alpinic French Euro thing. Yeah, yeah. Where they don't quite know how to dress anyway. Well, can I say that? No, it's, it's <laughs> came off racist, but I know what you mean. You, you see mean people, and you think, of, oh, we're all having I can only floppy. see you here. A man with a kind of bronze-coloured head, wearing sunglasses, attached to his head by a strap, and a yeah. white polo neck and braces, and you just think, these guys, you only exist here. <laughs> yeah. 
Are we're we going, down, we're going on to the canal now. Or down left or right? Uh, to the right. To the right. To That's the right. Regent's Park over. We're going to use the canal to get through Paddington Basin, heading for Hyde Park and Victoria. So my watch is shut down now. I don't know how long we've done. How far have we gone? I, I don't can know tell you how that. far we've done. Has your watch gone? Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Something's happened to it. As we were saying last week, or I've touched it. Or we're something. running all our devices yeah. in the hopes that at least one of them will uh, tell us how far we've come. So let's see. Yeah, my mobile phone on my left is telling us that we have now gone 12 miles, basically. Right. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. And how are you feeling? I feel okay. I feel pretty tired. I feel a bit. Uh, just that slight stiff, tired. I did 12 miles on Monday. I went for a swim yesterday. I feel how you're meant to feel when you're doing loads of miles. Yeah. Any specific niggles or just overall? I think my, the, the left side of my face is completely numb. <laughs> and can, I've got, can you smell anything? No. You can smell toast. I've got an acute pain in my heart and kidneys. I've got a sharp pain <laughs> in my upper left arm. Yeah. And I feel a weight on, that bearing feels fine, down on my chest. And I just, I just urinated blood as we turned that corner. But I didn't want to, I didn't want to stop running. I thought your sponge looked all red. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, How about you? Have you dark is, is your knee still hurting? Yeah, it's all right though. I feel all right. This is a long-going thing, isn't it, your knee? You've had it for a while. Yeah, I find that my little niggles are... Something always hurts. And it's kind of moving around, so I think, oh, yeah. fair enough. You know, at times last year, I'd be... It would really be burning in my right ankle, particularly right. after runs rather than during. Okay. And... Uh, I felt like you, that it was really badly exacerbated by driving. Yeah. But um, I'm all right and better than that at the moment. We're just running under the Snowden aviary, which I'm sure they used as inspiration for um, Jurassic birds. Park 3. It's absolutely fantastic, weird, weird birdcage at London Zoo. And over there, see every, can you see any animals over on the left? I can see a giraffe, but it is a child's painting of a giraffe, so. Talking about pain, we are, we were. Yeah. I was sort of getting a bit worried about it a couple of days ago. Yes. About this leg. And then I I looked at a, uh, I just picked a book of a random house. Uh, by, Publishing by, 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 I know, picked up I, a book I, know, of I random got, I got that house. house. And I, uh, oh, look, a penguin. And I, uh, and it was by Alan Watts. It's called The Wisdom of Insecurity. Yeah. And he's like a fairly sort of Zen Buddhist philosopher kind of character. Yeah. Quite eccentric. Lovely, lovely fellow. Died in the 60s, but he was massive in California. Yeah. Uh, and he was talking about accepting insecurity in our lives. Yeah. Constantly looking for security and safety when it doesn't exist. And we should just surrender to what's happening in the moment. And he was talking about pain. Just by coincidence, this was the bit that, that when I opened the book, it fell open. Yeah. And it was just that thing of like, instead of spending all that energy fighting it, just accepting it. Yeah. Just accepting you're in pain, not worrying about it. Yeah. It takes away a lot of the grief around it. If you try and fight and bull your way through it, you're just kind of bolstering it in a way. Yep. That's not obviously some that's not to say some pain doesn't exist loads and it's gonna hurt you, but some can just be kinda of rolled with, can't it? Yeah, that's right. And just deeply surrendered to. Well it's very 
it's a very running, particularly distance running headspace, isn't it? I mean, I would normally, you know, I'm, I think I have hypochondriac tendencies, or yeah. certainly Freudian kind of control tendencies. And in life, if I sort of bang something or twinge something, I think, oh, that's it now. Yeah. I've broken, it's ruined. Um, but when you're running, you you're running along that, and I'm thinking, yeah, my knee hurts, but yeah. it's not stopping me running. So yeah. I only, I'm only aware of it because I asked myself what I was thinking, and I'll, I'll carry on ignoring it. You know, try and fly through it, think of other things, and just that whole body running thing, isn't it? Yeah, and if you think about whether you're hurting, you're going to start I mean, hurting. You're going to start hurting. Yeah. Exactly. You kind of create it. So. Again, Oh, under a bridge. That, if it's that bad, you can at least just run straight to hospital. <laughs> just reroute it. That's right. That could be phase three of the run. Here we, we are in Camden Hospital, ain't we? I think we went past the Royal Free a little while yeah. back. We could just loop back. One more loop of Primrose Hill back into Hampstead. I can take you up to A&E there. It's that sort of... Uh, the marathon goes in cycles, doesn't it? When you run the no, marathon. No, no, you run it. You're thinking yeah. of the London to Brighton bike race. That's on cycles. But when you... Uh, Bicycles. When you run the, the marathon. Uh, yeah. You, it goes through phases, doesn't it? Where the first few miles, of course, everything's really easy. Yeah. And the, and the trick is to try not run as fast as you want to. Yeah, and you're thinking, this is great. Yeah. And you have a total lack of imagination as far as the last 20 miles of the run go. And then you find your pace... About five miles, lock in and feel okay. Yes. And then ten miles, you're there, but starts to feel a slight edge of effort, but you're still flowing. Yep. You're flowing through 13, but under a bit of pressure with it. You're and you're probably all the time running slightly too fast. Yes. Or, or running the risk of running a bit yes. too fast. And then you hit 15, 16, and it's like, this is hard, but I can do it. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm racing now. I'm all, I'm all out, you know. Yeah, although it's only in, in London, the London Marathon, that story is definitely affected by the route. By the crowds. You know, because basically it reaches a natural crescendo um, as you go through About 22 miles. Greenwich and then go around the... Um, and go around the... It's absolutely beautiful. We're going through the kind of posh things around the back of the... I've never seen... It's like a Greek temple type place. It must be one of the original Regent's Park buildings around the back of the park here. So, um, yeah, it's really exciting. And then you get to Tower Bridge. And you think, I've done it. I've got to Tower Bridge. And you feel wonderful. And you're getting pretty tired. And that's about, what, 18, 19? No. It? And then you right. turn right. All right. Okay. And you just then, you get to the half. Right. And it's, you know... And then you're in through Wapping. If you've got any more room on your and side. Quite hard, yes, and um, Wapping's quite hard work, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, and you're going in the wrong direction for the finish line. Yeah. You've only just done half. Yeah. And you go through um, West Ferry Circus down the Isle of Dogs. And you get to the only bit where there aren't crowds necessarily yes. along yeah, yeah, the yeah, sidelines. Yeah. And that... That's hard. point when you get to the half, I'd say from 13 to 20... It's specifically tough. I mean, that's timing in terms of the yeah, exercise, yeah, 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 yeah. particularly in London, because it's the roughest, oddest bit. There is some great support there as well, and it's improved in recent years. They've done that thing. Westbury Circus used to be a kind of hellish underground, and last year they had lights down there and videos and yeah. d 
DJs and things. You're looking for a good sound system, aren't you? That's right. I do find the sound systems give me books, but then you're wired for sound anyway. So. And if you have that moment when you are being supported and people are cheering, and just for a second you run 100 yards and there's no crowds and there's no music, it really is a rude awakening, you know? You can plunge, yeah. Like that tunnel. Yeah. The uh, tunnel, uh, where is it? Is it Blackfriars? So it's right near I the end. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my first marathon, again, they've got video screens and stuff in there now. It's great. But uh, first marathon, all they had in there was misery. Yeah. People bleeding and sitting down and stopping for a wee. So, so you've got I think to I told you before, I saw a very, very, someone sitting on the sidelines with a very scared looking St. John's ambulance person yeah. with them, thinking, oh my goodness. I don't know how I'm going to get this person out of here. Oh my goodness. It suddenly just all got a bit of Hieronymus Bosch. You've got to, uh, you've got to just harness your mental energy, haven't you? You've got to hold something back for those last six miles. Yeah. You've got to try and, and again, pace it. In London, the shape of the marathon is on your side because it is a home straight. Yeah. It's like you were saying about ultra runners. I, I can't imagine being Mickey D. I've never really had an urge to run further than the marathon. No. Ooh, under the railway. Sound like a crack of thunder, but that's the uh, train's right. going into uh, Paddington, I think. He just went underneath. I don't know where I'm going to go. There's a woman coming towards me. Someone coming up behind us, running hard. Yeah. Going up that bridge. Anyway, if you are on Twitter, mate, good luck to you. <laughs> it's funny that breathing thing. It was only. I'm getting fit enough now to stress my breathing out in, on the short races because I haven't thus far been. I've been breathing fairly okay, but it's been sort of like my legs get tired or whatever. But you know, when you're really fit, when you're like. You sort of. <sighs> That sort of gasping thing. Yeah. I've just never no, really had I've that. I've never pushed myself that hard. Yeah, well, when you get when people get really fit, that's how they sound, isn't it? I They're really on it. That sounds pretty unfit to me. <laughs> no, the fitter you get, the harder you can push yourself. Yeah, I suppose. But, uh, but that guy was obviously fast, wasn't he? And he was breathing a lot heavier than we are. He didn't sound good. But we, the good thing about these long ones is we keep it at conversational pace. Absolutely. It holds, it, holds us back. It's good training. This is a lovely session. I feel sorry for anyone listening to us whilst running fast. <laughs> it's pretty harsh. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, but just hold something back for the last You do have to do miles. that. And I think that is, it's a funny thing because I suppose that is when you get into that marathon headspace. Because I don't think anyone going off out the door unless you're an ultra guy, thinks of six miles as nothing. But you have to think of six miles as the home straight. Yeah. All six of them. Thank you, excuse us. And uh, all towpath closed. Oh dear. Well, what's gonna happen next? Well, I, I can find the uh, 20 second mile harder than the last mile doing the marathon. Yeah, because you're not there yet. Yeah. Also, I think uh, with a bit of experience, you, know. you start to get slightly better at recognising the slightly fake fear yeah. of the end. But, I mean, the end's really tough, but it's just because it's the end, you know? Start counting down, 800. Let's get back on the canal. This is the Crossing end. the road in the, uh, near Lords. We're in the uh, Marylebone Cricket Club area. 
Listen Grove. And uh, we've I've stopped no across the road, which is a shame. I don't really want to stop running at this stage. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we can get back and follow the canal at a great Resume. height. There's the, there's the towpath we want to be on. Right. So we can get into it down here. Let's hope so. Yeah. So, I did think that in, uh, yeah, in London, you get that, uh, the shape of the run gives you that. You know that when you get to 20 miles, you're now in a straight line right across town. And right. it does go surprisingly quickly. You can Even do, when you're yeah. suffering, you still think, oh, okay. Because oh. so, it's all close together, you know, it's like this run we're doing today. You can run from Primrose Hill to Reasons Park to Hyde Park and, and so on. We want to get down there now. Can we, can we get down there? No, no, no. It's okay though, as long as we follow it. Yeah, so. Yep. Let's soon get to Paddington Basin. So we've been pushed off the Regents Canal into Bloody the workers. posh houses of Lisson Grove. And our plan is to keep following the canal if possible. And uh, Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, but you can't go through the tunnel. Oh, what? So we're going to follow the canal at ground level to Paddington Basin and through Lancaster Gate into Hyde Park where I actually was going to say the marathon finishes in Hyde Park but it finishes in St James's Park doesn't it? It finishes in the Queen's bedroom doesn't it? That's right. It just runs straight into the Queen's double bed. A little Philip in the corner. Where are you going for this? <laughs> and then call for Tanya for the post post marathon massage. Avec pants. Yes, please. That's to be sad. The Queen's Knickers. Yeah. There's a great children's book called The Queen's Knickers. The Queen's Knickers. All right. She's got all different ones for different occasions, apparently. I'm sure she has. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I know. I think it's. Well, a, don't we all? I think it's a documentary book. Oh, well, you haven't. You haven't. Yeah. <laughs> You've got some occasions where you don't feel they're necessary. So. So we're. We're, uh, we're off piece now because of the whole. Uh, we're just. But it's uh, who's your mate? Fly, we're flying without wings. Your Australian we're mate, Derek Clayton. Derek Clayton. We're, we're just running whilst lost. Except he would be running in the Australian outback and running the risk of being bitten by we're a snake. We're running across a very posh part of we're North in, um, St John's Wood. Oh yeah. Actually, the canal goes that way. Let's cross. Let's okay. Stay with it. Stay with it. Don't give up. Don't give up, dearie. When I get to Warwick Avenue, we're just near Warwick Avenue here. Into so Little Venice. There's so the canal. So we should be able to. Please, thank you. Yeah. I mean, how? Oh, um, mate, if we'd have gone past there. Mate! Mate! Private. Is it? Private moorings. I can't believe it. This is so posh around here that you're not allowed to run down the canal, which is crazy to us if you've run around the canals of Britain. I'm sorry, but that brings out the. That brings out the inner Corbin in me. That. Well, the fact that it's all private, you're like, oh, yeah. it's not you right. You should be is able it? to run down the canal. Of course, you should. Cheeky. I mean, there's some nice tugboats there. But yeah, and charge corporation tax, for goodness sake. It's gorgeous, though. Yeah. A lot of very posh. Run. <laughs> That's that classic thing. <laughs> when you get to the canal and you think, oh, this is a nice place to run, and then you get a lung full of wood smoke yeah. from somewhere. You know, with spring coming, maybe time to. Take the fire off. Yeah, I am. Um, 
when I ran the Yorkshire Marathon, I had this really simplistic thinking pattern, which is basically that to run the marathon, all I needed to do was run 10 miles three times. The first one would be easy, because I can run 10 miles. Yeah. The second one would be a bit difficult, because I've just run 10 miles. The third one would be really difficult, but with 40% off. That's a highly original philosophy, the, three, the, the marathon of three tens thing. Yeah. I've never heard of it before. Does it work? It works a treat. It, it works is. a treat. It is wrong, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. But, but it, I works, quite often it works for you. <laughs> Just seen a guy. Yeah. He was cycling. He was great. He was brilliant. He was so lackadaisical. He had big headphones on. Really noisy. This is tree surgery going on here. The guy was getting followed by a big car on his bike and didn't realise. The very big noise you can hear here is this guy's cutting the tops of this posh tree off. Whoa! He's up. Whoa! That tree's getting getting yeah. serious surgery. That's the end of that tree. Yeah. I think they call it a branch rather than end. That's the Sorry branch that. of that tree. Here we go. Here right. we are, Paddington Basin. Run over. We're going to follow the canal left and get onto it if we can. Careful. Here's another park, slightly smaller than the other ones we've been in. You should so be able to get onto it. We're in the city Brilliant. of Westminster. We can get back on the uh, canal. canal tip. I think if we go in here, we won't be able to get out again, but let's give it a go. Okay. In a little park by the canal basin, Paddington. Yeah, we're just going to have to come out of this again. So, uh, can this take us onto the canal? No. Nope. <laughs> That's where you want to be. Oh, what, there? Does that take us on there? This, oh, this oh, way? oh. Let's have a little... Yep, yep. So, really our main theme at the moment is how to get back onto the canal. It's not the most, sorry, thanks. Cheers, mate. Not the most uh, exciting thing for listeners. Cross your fingers. Yes. Yes. The main towpath is on the right-hand side, but there's also a towpath on the left. And because we're in a slightly less posh area, we're allowed, we're actually allowed to run here, aren't we, right. Paul? Which makes a nice change compared to some. We're coming up to a nice new Revolution. pedestrian bridge. We'll go across that. Revolution. And... Uh, so when do we hit Hyde Park? Soon. All right. If we run to the end of the canal here, we've got a couple of streets. Look out. Look going out. to... Uh, what am I looking out for? <laughs> Tree cutting. Oh, right. above us. <laughs> not, not see it? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, you I got thought, me. I thought he was going to... Uh... You got me. So this is really nice. This is a new, new development under the... where the A40 gets to London. But I tell you, if you ever try and... Hitchhike up that A40 late at night. That's not going to happen. They don't like that. Hitchhiking, eh? Those were the days. This way, let's cross the bridge. Once again, I've come out without tissues. You what, mate? Once again, I've come out without tissues. You don't need a tissue. I think you... You projectile nose jet. Yeah. You see, you've played enough football to have the hang of that. Oh, oh careful. Oh. 
Slightly, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. I was Sorry. just going to say, oh, I chipped a little bit there. And you chipped much more than I me. I nearly went arse over It just goes then. to show you're a proper runner than me, see? <laughs> I chipped slightly. You virtually did a somersault. <laughs> yeah, thinking back, we probably should have taken the steps. <laughs> well done for staying up. That was, that was nearly bit of a crunch. You apologise to someone as well. Well, no, because it's shocking to see, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. A grown man swearing loudly himself whilst trying not to fall. Did you swear? Yeah. Steve, if you could edit that out, that'd be great. <laughs> so we're back. We've finally made it back to the canal. It's really busy down here, really. Uh, yeah. Loads of people. I suppose we're on lunch. Don't yep. even know what the time is anymore. We've gone beyond time. Yeah. We just think that. Well, time doesn't really exist. Except it's a construct. It doesn't. <laughs> well, completely zoned out now. The thing is, we're all travelling through time, aren't we? That's like uh, my first, talking of halcyon days of early Edinburgh's, my first Edinburgh flyers uh, joined me on a journey through time with Rob Daring, your travel. Right. <laughs> one hour into the future. No one's fell for well, that. Of course, you didn't, though, did you? Well, we did. No, but how could you? You well, can't we did. Travel into the future. You're but in the, you're we in the did. Moment, aren't you? So, but well, you can't escape that one. No, because when the show finished, we were all one out into the future from no, when it started. Yeah, from when you started. <laughs> but <sighs> I cannot wait to <laughs> read this book. <laughs> I hope you fall over again. You're on the cobbles. Yeah. It's if anything is a harder, is a more difficult service yeah. than that flat surface you nearly. Yeah. Completely wiped out and back there. That's one thing I realise as you get older and the running. You've got to keep pick your feet up. Cobbles. Or else you're going to fall. And the other thing is, jumping back a run, is that with the skiing, is you've got to fall over a bit. Yeah. But it's more embarrassing falling over running than skiing, isn't it? Yeah. I've only ever fallen over once on a very muddy training run. I fell over a couple of times. But in general, I don't fall over. You've got... Yeah, I it's more something that happens to you every now yeah. and again. And I genuinely think that makes you more proper than me. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's just because I'm getting lazy. I'm just not paying attention. We're um, now cutting through the back doubles just behind Paddington Station. So Cheeky back doubles through the Paddington Station. Which isn't very nice, but it will get us to uh, um, Hyde Park very quickly. How far we run? We've run. Um, just get a shot of the fantastic Paddington building. Um, and then I'll go to the other phone. <laughs> so modern with my many phones. We have run. Both my phones are still working, by the way. Brilliant. 14 miles. Yeah. So I thought. So that's okay. So my uh, phone this. suddenly started talking then. Just suddenly started. Did you ask it? Or no. I've never. I've oh never. My, where are we now? Where is this? This is uh, Edgware Road. Paddington. Awful. Horrendous. Here we go. 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 Really weird part of London, this, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, we're in the uh, little uh, West London hinterland. Now between, uh, I mean, it must have been here a long time because it, it goes between the two big roads. Yeah. The uh, 
road that Oxford Street so becomes... Rob, I'm starting to worry about this three phases thing. Yeah, we've done enough. If, it, if it's seven miles from Parkinson's to home, and we're on 14 now. Yeah, we've, we, we did, two, we oh, did sorry, too many miles in Regent's Park. What? Yeah. Well, let's oh, get man. to Hyde Park and, uh, and, uh, and make a new plan. Okay. But in and the what meantime... What we need to do is we need to find some... Sorry. Some water. Okay. Because you normally... We've run for, like, over two hours. Yeah, you normally right. drunk by now. Yeah, did you bring any money? No. No, you didn't, did you? Public toilet. Stop, oh. stop. Smash. Yeah, let that bus go. Public toilet, that's all you need. Yeah, well, we won't go to Hyde Park. They've got everything you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what we'll do is, this has been quite an interesting uh, uh, round shackle journey. Should we stop this section now? Because uh, a little adventure of finding ourselves down the canal. But, yeah, we'll wrap up phase two for you. And uh, leave you like wanting more. I feel like we're leaving phase two naturally. Yeah, but also it feels a bit sort of like a bit in limbo, doesn't it? Yeah, we're going to... Because we're literally lost. It's almost like... Why do the you end think we're lost? We're not lost. You just don't approve of where we it's are. It's almost like the end of a... Yeah. As we start to pick two of a thriller, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's a bit Absolutely. of a knife Leave him on a cliff. Will we find our way home? Yeah, yeah. Can I just stress that we're not lost? I know exactly where we are. Rob's so proud he won't have directions. <laughs> <laughs> I know where we are! And we're there we on go. Bombshell. Look, tell, tell us what you're doing. We'll tell us if you know where you are. You'll find out if there is a third phase <laughs> to this run, if you ever see us again. Um, run Compod on Twitter. Come see us on Facebook. And uh, listen to the rest we of We always respond. Ridiculous run. Yeah. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. With Paul Tomkinson and Rob Deering.